Hi, I'm Paulina. Hi, I'm Bricia. And we're sisters, friends, daughters, wives, and business owners. And we're just following our dreams, you know, working to be a better version of ourselves every day. All right. And we're also moms. Welcome to the Supermama Sisterhood. Hello. Hello. Hi, well, Supermamas. How are you? How are you, sister? What's going on? You look pretty happy today. Thank you so much. I appreciate you saying that. You're welcome. Like I was saying earlier before this recording cut off, I haven't read reviews of this podcast in a while, so I'm not sure if people have noticed like my bitchery, but this Sunday I was listening to our pastor, Julian. I don't know if you went to service this Sunday, but I heard his preach and it was just really all about the grace of God. Yes. And like just how... God is just a God of so grace good. Of who doesn't like judge you and like who just gives you grace. There's always forgiveness for him and the he, there's always a welcome in his house. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was very powerful and exactly what I needed to hear because, and also I think what I need, because sometimes I don't give a lot of grace to people. So I think that it was such a great just reminder that it's all about the grace. Which service did you listen to? Nine. Oh, the nine. I went to the 1030. By the way, I went mm-hmm. with uh, our nephew Benito. I had not oh been with a God. I had not been with a baby in a long time. Parentheses oh, on this. I went to church with four kids and I took us I took a stroller. I had a diaper bag. I took a picture of myself and I sent it to my husband. And I was like, I could totally do one more, you know. Let's yeah, you to- you could do two more. At least one. I could totally do one more. It's impossible. My kids are like, absolutely not. They were like, not about it because, six- well, first of all, Sixta, because she thinks that she's the baby and she doesn't not want to be, have another well, baby. she is the baby. She is one. the baby. And to so- me, Sixta's like two years old. <laughs> she acts like she's two years old. Another parenthesis within the parenthesis. But just because today I read a message from school that they sent me and she knows how to freaking work the system. They sent me a message that Sixta is in the office because she's not feeling well and her throat hurts. So we're going to let her rest. She doesn't have fever and she's going to be okay. But she said that she might want to go home later. And I was like, absolutely not. She's totally fine. She might. She (laughs) might want to go home later. This is what they said. And I was like, absolutely not. I think she's totally fine. If she does get fever, just let me know. Because she knows that she just goes to the office and they're like, I don't feel good. Come on, mom. And like, I've had to pick her up. I know. Anyway, so too early for that. But Sixta was not about it. Went to church with Benito. He was so good. I was able to listen to the whole sermon. I took the little things. I was like, ah, you know, this is easier because now I have big kids and they help me. And I'm like, Grita, you carry this. You do that. You come on, guys. Push the stroller. Do this. I was like living my best life with four children. On you're Sunday. saying you have servants now? Is that what you're saying? I get it now. I get it. I get why mom had Elizabeth 11 years after she had me. <laughs> Because then I was I able to. That's a reason she had her. I mean, I don't even think Elizabeth was something that mom was like, oh, I want a fourth baby. I think Elizabeth was one of those like, oops. No, I would never say she's an oops. She's the most wonderful thing. But I don't think mom was, I have an 11 year old. I should have another child. I don't think that was the thing. Well, I could see why it was easier for her to have Elizabeth. I, let's say that because I'm 11 years older than Elizabeth. So then 
We was like, Paulina, do this. Prisia, pasame la cara. Like, we're all helping and pitching. But I was in church and I listened to, I'm guessing a pretty similar sermon, but my notes were, meet God with thanksgiving and praise. That's what I got from that. Wait, what? My notes on Sunday were, meet God with thanksgiving and praise. Like, we're saying, like, when you want to talk to God, the first thing that you should do is always thanksgiving and praise. And then ask Him whatever you want. But always be thankful and praise Him because we're always so prompt to just ask and ask and ask and ask. And we never ask God, like, what do you want me to do for you? And so those are the notes that I took. Pretty different. But I love that because God speaks to us in very different ways every time. Yeah. Very, very different. So I'm glad that we both got some God words into our lives for the week. I'm really working towards being more... I think we talked about this on a show, like more of a servitude kind of in a way, like how do we help others? How do we give back to others? I'm trying, you know, that's where I'm at this year. I'm trying to be a better leader, a better person. I'm definitely challenging myself a lot more. I was just in the kitchen earlier. I should say like, that's a lot of hard work, Grisia. That's hard work. Kitchen is really hard work. Hell yeah, it's hard work. A hundred percent. It's labor. It's a lot. When I went to Oaxaca this year, earlier this year, it was a very humbling experience to be able to just learn from someone and just feeling more comfortable with myself around that. Yeah. And then coming back and just getting in the kitchen with the people here at the restaurant and just really understanding and like, honestly, I give you a lot of praise because it's not easy. And I'm really challenging myself to be more comfortable in the kitchen this year. That's my challenge. That's great. Yeah, that's my challenge. Because like, I feel like as a leader, you can only ask of the people that work with you what you actually give. So I need to really understand everything and why this and why that. So it's been really fun. But it's also Mm -hmm. like... This year, I'm really challenging myself to get into that because I think like front of the house, I'm very, I know it. I'm like, it's second nature. I love talking to people. I'm like, da, da, da. the whole time is just talking. And for those of you that work in the back of the house or in the kitchen, oh, that's heavy. And I wanted to make some changes, but I was thinking like, I can't ask them to do changes without telling them why they're not going to take me serious. So I'm really being uncomfortable so that I can grow in that aspect this year. So I'm really open to learning. And I realized that like, this is a big, like a big, it's a learning year or right now a learning season. It's definitely a learning season and it's fun. I'm really having a lot of fun. So what kind of stuff did you do? So, you know, when we went to, when I went to Tlacolula this year, earlier and in Oaxaca, we have this called Pasillo de Humo where people grill their meats. And here at the restaurant, we have something very similar. So what I learned was that when I was talking to one of the girls in Oaxaca, the way that they grill their meat is like they get a piece of fat and then they grill the meat with the same animal fat. And that gives it like so much more flavor because it makes it also crispy. And like she was explaining to me all of that. So now we are actually doing that as well here at the restaurant with the same fat of the animal. And so the flavor of the meat has like a totally different taste. Yeah. A chef that I know uses so much asiento in the kitchen. It's like ridiculous. And that's what it uses for everything. It's the flavor. Yeah. It's the flavor of everything. Obviously, like when you make your own asiento, it also gives it the flavor. So I think using... 
It's just all the flavor there. It's just the flavor. Uh, today, we started doing the first part of the chicharron. I was working with the butcher today. We were looking at some videos that I took in Oaxaca, and we're like both learning. It's like, okay, look, this is what I went to learn. I want you to look at it, and I'm tell you why. And so we did it. So we're going to do our first run of chicharron. I'll let you guys know how it goes. I'm doing it here at the restaurant and see how, you know. How fun. It, but that's so exciting. Fun. I mean, but I think that's like because you're doing something different. Everyone's very different, but for me, and I think for you too, when you get stuck doing one thing over and over again, you start getting bored. So I think you stepping into something else and learning something else and evolving with it gives you not just confidence, but I think ultimately you just keep growing as a person and you just keep learning. That's one of the other reasons why I feel like this year I want to go back to Oaxaca a little bit more and it's just like concentrate on learning. The next thing that I really want to learn is everything about the tortilla. Just like I need to learn more about the tortilla and like the process and the corn and like all of that, like just go and learn from like all the tortilleras down there. So I think that's what I'm planning to do because that's a super important part of who we are here at Quelaguetza. You know, everything's around corn and tortilla. So I feel like I need to be an expert just like yourself on like corn. And we've seen how important it is for someone to sit in front of their nixtamalera and do it every morning and how that makes a difference, you know? So a hundred percent. So like, I really want to go and learn all about tortillas. So we can talk about this offline, but there's a lot of things that you can do. Definitely. Yeah. Lots of things. But you're home today. Or you, or you can ask me too. I can ask you. <laughs> you know, that'd be nice. Let me ask you. <laughs> but I feel like just like really understanding it. It's like going to college. Yeah. It's and like, we are privileged that we have access to that. Yeah. You know, we have so many friends in Oaxaca that are so willing and open to sharing and teaching, which is, I think it's incredible. So I'm really excited and nervous at the same time, but I see the response of the team here at the restaurant and they look at me like, oh, damn, you do know what you're talking about now. It's like, oh, yes, I do know. (laughs) I'm not Chef Bricia, but I need to know my basics. (laughs) I'm not Chef Bricia. (laughs) You are Chef Bricia. What are you talking about? Yeah, so I'm home. People are confused on like, why we're talking about this. So last year you took over, I mean, my brother and I gifted her the opportunity (laughs) of being the operations manager, chief operation officer. Let me (laughs) take this opportunity to say thank you guys. (laughs) To be the operations behind the restaurant because Fernando and I are focused more on growing the brand and doing other things. And I think everyone's role in the company is uber important. Like nothing is more important than like the next person. And Paulina obviously taking her role very serious is now learning things and going and getting deeper into other parts of the business. Yeah, I definitely like I realized that I was talking to my RGM and our main our chef and they were telling me, you know, this is the second year that we're here. This is our team. Like, this is our new, just us. And I was like, oh, that yeah. is true. I'm like, that is true. So that's why the three of us are taking new roles this year. And like, we have a plan for the year, like what we want to learn and what we want to focus on. And like, everyone's learning a lot here. And you guys also are getting more experience on the world of the CPG. Are we? You are. Like, I remember when, like, I used to take these seminars and stuff and people were like CPG. Oh, you know, they they throw all these, like, terminologies around. Velocity. Yeah. And then I would be on the side, like, Googling, what is CPG? What is this? And I was like, oh, okay, I know what you're talking about. I totally know what you're talking about. Now I'm like, oh, yeah, CPG. I know what that is. <laughs> it's so funny. I know Fernando and I starting an accelerator program next week, actually, which we're both super excited about. 
and is our own type of college. So I'm super stoked about that and taking that very seriously and like just diving into that. I don't know. I was talking to my therapist about this. I kind of like going from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. It's hard for me to just Are you stick afraid to of commitment? <laughs> I don't know. We're right now unpacking this mm, with okay. my therapist and see where that takes me. I'll let you know what's wrong with me later. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with you. But yeah, I know what you mean. Like I was having a conversation the other day and I was like thinking like, Dad is the same way. Dad was always like, Don't okay, even one get me started with dad right now because then it's like <laughs> right now what I'm working with in therapy and I just oh, think that. you mean the first five years of my therapy? Yes. Correct. <laughs> yes. I also Correct. had those first five years when all I talked about was my father and my mother. <laughs> yeah. Is that going to be taking five years? I don't no, have five no, years. No, no, How long do you think it's going to take our kids to talk about and unpack everything that we're doing Nothing. to them? We're, we're perfect. We're perfect. <laughs> I but always I think about five that. years talking no, about mom and dad. Years. No, but at least give it a year. Yeah, maybe a year or two, but I just no five years. It didn't take me five years. Even my girlfriend and I were talking about this yesterday. Everything that is like wrong with us is all because of our dads. Like it's just <laughs> yes. Well, at the beginning, like had you met me twelve years ago, my conversation with anyone was, "It's my dad's fault." That da 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 da. da. It's because of my dad. That da 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 da. You could ask, like I always tell this to my even my mother-in-law, because you know I met my mother-in-law twenty years ago, so I would always be like, "It's because of my dad." And now I'm like, "No, my dad only did the best that he could." And she's like, "Who are you?" I'm like, "A lot of therapy." Lot no, of therapy. I mean I totally understand that. I get that part. Both mom and dad. Everybody. Did the best they could with what they have. I mean, everyone. You're doing you know, the everyone. best. I'm doing the best Correct. that I can. Yeah. Again, grace. Grace. Again, it goes back grace. to grace. Let's grace. have grace. But like, I think that we need to have grace on ourselves to then let go of those tendencies that were brought upon the not so graceful years. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I think about that a lot. I think like my kids are all growing up really fast. And Krista went to her first party this weekend, like all dressed up with a little dress. And, a little, and all the comments that she makes to me, I take them very seriously. The other day, I don't know what I was telling her. And she said, you always compare me to all my friends. And I was like, oh, I don't mean to compare. I don't even know them. I'm just asking all these questions because I just want to know. Like, I remember you saying this on the show before and that stuck with me. And number one, like, I think that obviously we need to parent and maneuver children a certain way and make sure that they are kind human beings before anything. And they find joy in life and they they're able to have the freedom to choose what they do in life, but do good with the world, right? For me, it's like, number one, like, if they can just never get in a car with a drunk driver, like, I've won in life, you know? Yeah. If they never do drugs, like, we win in life. But for those things to happen, then you need to instill independence and confidence and have them to be self-worth. But like, how, then how do you do that? And you have to then give self-worth to yourself. And I think that the comparing thing that you say, I think about that because I think at the end of the day, I just want my child to know like he doesn't have to be anything yeah. for me to love him. Because I think like that is where I get my issues. I think for me, it's, it's like that never seeking of who I need to be in order to get some sort of validation yeah. and never being good enough. Also, like yeah. at what point am I going to get like, that's wonderful. I'm proud of you. And like at that, and not like you should do this. You should do that. Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? I catch myself like that with my child and I'm like, you know what? Thank you for doing the great things and just focusing on 
the great things that he does as opposed to saying, you're not doing this correctly. Like, thank you for doing this, you know? And it's what we were talking about, like God, right? Because God is not like, I love you, but when are you going to do this? He correct, correct. And that's it. Like he doesn't judge you. He doesn't, he just accepts you and loves you for who you are. But I think the most important thing, like what I've learned over the years working on my faith is like, that part that he says, like, I love you for who you are. It's like the most important thing is for you to actually understand who you are. Mm-hmm. And that is the hardest part because we judge ourselves so much, so much. And we let all these other voices come to us and we judge and we feel like we're not good enough. And so therefore no one's going to love us for who we are because we judge ourselves so much. It's so complicated all the time, but it's, yeah, it's a work in progress, work in progress, sister. Wait, so you mean to tell me you're not perfect? I am not I know that I actually said this before on the show that like I tell my kids how I feel, but I've realized sometimes I I have to not go all the way because sometimes I express my, I tell them like, I'm very stressed out and like, you guys don't understand. I have so much problems at work and have this and that and like, and so they're just looking at me like, okay, mom. And I'm like, you are not my therapist. I don't have to tell you guys everything that happens. I don't have to. I'm just like, guys, I want to come home. And I said, I want to spend time with you guys. And this is my safe space. I want this to be a great space for all of us. And I want to enjoy it. So I want you guys to help me so that we can all enjoy this together. So now we have a process and the older they get, the more they want to know, the more they understand. And he's like, ah, wait, like, stop. Right. It's too much. It's too much. Krista. Right. Krista is just like on a whole other level. And the more that she grows, the crazier it gets. When we went to buy her dress, all the people at the stores were trying to give me like all these grown up dresses. And I would tell them, like, I know she looks older, but she's only 12. And they're like, what? Oh, my gosh. She looks like she's 18, 15. I was like, yeah, no, she's not. She's 12. I'm like, I have a really hard time separating what my eyes see and what she is. And if I have a hard time, I have a harder time comprehending how the world sees her. And I I try to be protective, but also let her be free, but also like, uh, 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 you know, and like teaching Mm -hmm. her. And it's like, it's a fucking never ending game. I mean, look, you're home taking care of a baby today. Dude, it was so crazy yesterday. What happened? I don't know. I may cry, but like, so last night I woke up at like 1230, just one of those anxiety driven nights that you just wake up and you're like, I want to go back to sleep. But like. Something like it's kind of picking at you a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, you're like that little pick is getting bigger. And then you're like fully awake and you're like, oh, no, please. Yeah. So I closed my eyes. And as soon as I felt like the hint of peace and it's like, okay, I'm going to fall asleep. She wakes up in like just manic crying, saying that her ear hurts. Like my ear, no, like it me the well. And like her face was just like, and I'm like, okay, I get up. I have zero Tylenol in my house for kids. What? <laughs> I don't know why. I'm also like, I've lived in this house for, I don't know, four months. Mm-hmm. And in my old house, like I had a pharmacy. Like there was, I've lived there for what, eight years, nine years. So it's fully stocked. I have everything there and I know exactly where everything is. And when I moved, Cause you know me, I'm always like, yeah. okay, we need this, this and that. And here's where the, everything is. And I went and the medicine and I'm like, how do I have all adult Tylenol and like Motrin pills? And like, there's no children's Motrin. There's no children's Tylenol when I have, I think like four bottles in my other house. So I was like freaking out. 
it was a one in the morning. Like, what does one do? And then by myself, I'm like technically a single mom. So I have two kids at 1 a.m. One is crying. The other one's just like, oh, Agustina, stop. I'm trying to sleep. Yeah. And then she's crying and just, I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I was like a 24-hour pharmacy, but like, am I going to go with my crying child and my half-asleep older kid to just go buy Tylenol at like 1.30? And there aren't any 24-hour pharmacists around where I live. Mm, fuck. It was so horrible. I mean, I figured it out, but it was just very humbling, humiliating, and... Dude. Humiliating for what? Why humiliating? I don't know. It's scary. It's fucking scary being alone. Of course. I mean, I was telling you yesterday. I was like, I don't know how you do it. I'm alone. And like, what if... I don't know. I just like with two kids. And then she was like, she's crying so much. And I just like, I was like, dang. I mean, today I took her to the doctor. Apparently she has like a double ear infection or something. And so she's home now. And I'm waiting for groceries to get delivered so I can make a good chicken soup. But oh my God, it just sucked so bad. I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, that's another reason why we all want you to come live close to us. <laughs> I know, but I don't <laughs> I really love it here. No, I know. But, you know, it's like knowing that you have people close by. It's uh, Yeah, but I think I'm going to like take this weekend. I'm going to introduce myself to the neighbors. I'm like, yes. hi, how are you? you like To make a community. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, should I go across the street and just knock on my neighbor's door and be like, hi, I'm... You don't know me, but I know you have a child. Can like, Yeah, or get phone numbers. Yeah. Yeah, like, can I... Do you have children's Motrin? Dude, yeah. it was just like, I need to get people's phone numbers and just be okay with, like, being vulnerable and asking for help. Because, dude, you, that was crazy. You have to. You have to. You have to have people around yeah. you that you can count on. You have to call that you can call... What I was going to say is like, if that ever, like my go-tos and that's what they do at school with kids is either go with ice or something warm and put it on them because that one is, what is that called? Like placebo, right? A placebo for the kids when they feel something warm or cold. That's why in school, they always give them ice for anything. Right. But I, okay. And then I'm like, I don't have ice packs. You don't. And I don't okay. have hot presses. Mm. I mean, like it was just like a wake up call. Like the other place you were so prepared. But somehow, because I haven't lived here enough to kind of, it's almost like I'm going through everything like all over again. And like, I don't have a microwave, so I couldn't put like water on her for the hot presses. But like, I need something that you can just like plancha, turn and turn hot. Yeah, I have a plancha. Well, actually, no, I don't have a plancha. Well, there's another thing to your list. Get a plancha. I know. <laughs> a steamer? <laughs> I have a steamer, but I'm going to get ice packs and I'm going to get... Again, we were just talking about having grace with yourself and like you have only lived there for four months and you are barely making yourself feel at home. So I think after this, you will get all the stuff that you want. Hence, you should be graceful with you because you're at home and you're with her and she's okay. Yeah, it was just scary, you know? Of course it's scary. Oh, I want to give you a hug. Mm, thanks. But I don't know if you'll let me. <laughs> I'm like, can I hug you? <laughs> I know. So this morning I was like, what do I need to have in my emergency? Like, you know, I mean, I have ointments and I have all the rush cream and I have. I think when you live somewhere for like nine years. Yeah. 
And then you go somewhere else. That's just like, and then you're alone. It's scary. Well, I'm sure you're going to be okay. And it's not going to happen again, because now you're going to be ready. I know. I'm That's like, just the kind of person so you are. I'm like, I need to get all that. Like, okay. So I went, right. <laughs> took her to the doctor. I was like, okay, what else do I need in my cabinet? <laughs> you need all of that. Okay, stomach. Okay, do you need, I mean, stomach stuff I have. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The pain medication was kind of like the, you know. Stomach, flu, and yeah, fever. Those are the kind of things that you need to have at all times right. for the kids. Well, I'm telling you that this morning, Sixta was like, <laughs> I'm like, are you sick? She's like, I'm like, okay, let me give you a medicine. What kind? I said, the kind that you need. What flavor? I was like, I don't know. What? Yeah. And she was like, no, what I feel flavor? good. And I was like, okay. And now she's like trying to pull one on me, going to the office. Like, <laughs> I don't feel good. Hell no, girl. I don't believe in that. Yeah. That's hilarious. You know, like once you become a mom, you're like, I don't believe in that. Anyway, <laughs> I think we need to take a break and come back with our super mama pick our tip of the week. And we are back. Do you have any pick or tip for this week? I'm sure what happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that really is my pick. Ladies, go in your medicine cabinet and make sure you have all the needs. You make sure you have ice packs in your fridge. Make sure you have plancha. So if you don't have a microwave, you can iron some towels and put them there. Because I thought about doing that. I'm like, okay, I'm going to put some cold pressure. I'm like, I don't put water in there. So all I have is ice. I have cocktail ice, okay? I have fucking thick <laughs> ass cocktail ice, cocktail ice, and I don't have a cold packs for my children. Like, who? I, I have four different types of sparkling water, different flavors. What do you need? I have ten different ten types, types of, types of, of oils oil. and vinegars. Yeah, I and do. Salts. And salt, and I'm like salt to cook, <laughs> and I don't have freaking Motrin for my child. You have, have a salad spinner of all sorts of sizes. <laughs> and then I was googling like. But if I crush this Tylenol <laughs> and I put it in her water, like, is that like giving her a drug? Like, I was just like Googling. It's like, no, you need children's versions. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I, the only time that I've done that is with my dogs. When they had diarrhea, I gave them an Imodium. I was like, cut it in half and I get it to the dog. I mean, that's fine. I don't. <laughs> but yeah, no, for the kids. Stuff, the fact that I don't have the basic Motrin and Tylenol that I have for adults. Well, they haven't gotten sick in four months. Let's just keep it. that. That's a positive. They have gotten sick. So then you didn't have to have it until now. I mean, I have the flu stuff. I have like all the homeopathic things. And I'm like, there's nothing here for pain. <laughs> check your cabinets. And yeah, I guess the follow up tip is if you do have a stuff, go and check that they're not expired because that can also happen. You're mm-hmm. out there and you're like, oh, I found it. And then it's like freaking expired. Like that happened with me with the COVID test. Because, you know, at some point we would order so many COVID tests. And when I remember last time that we thought we were getting sick, we started looking Mm -hmm. and all the freaking COVID tests were expired. And I was like, great. I can't know if I'm sick or not. And then I had to order them all over again and check your medicine cabinet every, I will say, three months because a lot of those things expire before you know it. I throw away so much medicine all the time because it's expired and that I don't mess with. 
I'm always like, no, if it's expired, I'm not going to give it to them. ¿Qué tal si le sale un tercer ojo or something like that? You don't want to. No, of course. And everyone's like, it's fine. I'm like, for you, maybe. <laughs> like, not for my kids. Maybe oh, I'll take goodness. one, but I'm like, well, no. No, thank you. No, no, I wouldn't even take one. No, 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 no. That you don't play with. You don't know what the chemicals are going to do after. ¿Qué tal right. si me sale yeah. un tercer ojo? I don't know. And then another tip would be be graceful with yourself. Be graceful mm -hmm. and remind yourself again and again that like we're only doing the best that we can. Don't matter. Our kids are going to have to take therapy at some point anyway. We're all trying our best. I'm trying my best. You're trying your best. And if you're having one of those anxious nights, I had one of those like two weeks ago where I was running through an airport to catch a flight and like I never got to the gate. I was with Paola or Cuñada And I kept looking back and she was like behind me. And I was like, come on, Paola, come on. I was sorry. And I turned around. She was gone. My phone had no signal. One of those like <gasps> nights. Mm -hmm. Just pray. Open your eyes and pray because that's all we can do. I prayed. I went to the living room and I just I was just like, I don't want to be like this. I don't want to be this anxious. I don't know what's happening. Just take it easy. It's going to be okay. One day at a time. And there's good days and there's bad days. So maybe one day you're having a good day. The next day will be better. It's a brand new day. God gives us a new opportunity every single day. Amen, sister. Amen. Is that it? Is that the show? Is that us? Just like, wow, like these super thorough, very full, all around woman. Would you dare to say very like Tony Robbins? Very Tony Robbins. Tony right? Robbins was like at the beginning of our journey. Oh, my God. That's so hilarious. You're right. That was, That's remember? So that was yeah, the beginning yeah. of a journey. We went to the, I mean, that was life changing. I still have that thing that we did over there. Our mission statement in life and all of that. I, ha I have it. And that was the beginning. The beginning of the rest of our lives. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> Thank you, Tony Robbins. I'm doing cold plunges now in my shower, but still. One minute cold showers every morning. That's helping That's me awesome. a lot too. Yeah. Anyway, that's yeah. one thing I got from Tony. Thank you, Tony. And a banana a day when you're hungry. One banana. That's one thing. But I'm like, I don't have anything. I'm like, as long as I have a banana, Tony says that that's all you need. <laughs> you know what? I don't have a banana right now. Yeah. But banana has everything. Like banana. And you know how sometimes I just have an avocado and that's like my dinner. I know. I know I'm you do, sister. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> The other day when I told you, I was like, I'm so stressed. I think I lost like eight pounds. You're like, oh, congratulations. Well, that's amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Like, oh, wow, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, my God. Anyway, that is the show, guys. We will see you next week. Hey, sisters. Thank you so much for listening. Hope all of you guys are subscribed to our newsletter. If you're not, make sure you hit that subscribe button on superromas.com. We will be sending out invites to upcoming events, promos, and super cool surprises your way. And of course, you can always keep up with us through the gram at underscore supermamas and on Twitter also at underscore supermamas and in the face at supermamas podcast. Oh, one more thing. We want to hear your supermama moment of the week to share with all of you sisters. Call into our hotline 424-329-3707 and leave us a message or simply email us a voice note to hello at supermamas.com. Very soon, we could be featuring you on the show. Please remember to leave your name and Instagram handle for a chance to be featured. Much love.
and see you next week. Super Mamas!